spit and taco, they bring that heat. All about UFC, way more than a fantasy. Let's see who going toe to toe, throw down on the mat. Check the replay, run it back. We gotta check the stats. Hey, hey, do this every day. We ain't come to play. This is sports talk, and we love talking MMA. Everything fantasy sports. Dope show that I know. With Electric Dave and talented Mr. Taco. Let's go. Hey, G. What is up, everybody? It's the TDS Blitz. I am TDS Taco, and we got Ricky here, as always, uh, going over some fantasy football rankings. Now, before we get started with this special edition of wide receiver rankings, I got a question for you, Ricky. Sure. Last season, how many wide receivers had over 10 touchdowns? Wide receivers had over 10 touchdowns. Was it only, I want to say, two, three? No. There were seven wide receivers that had over 10 touchdowns. Seven. Seven. Can you name five? All right, so I'm assuming Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams. Um... Well, I'd like to correct you here. Devontae Adams definitely did. He had the most touchdowns. He had 18. He was number one. Stephon Diggs, though, did not have over 10 touchdowns. He did not have over. No, uh, Tyreek Hill? Tyreek Hill. He was number two. He had 15 touchdowns. Uh, Ridley? Ridley. No, he did not make the, the top 10. Uh, did not have over 10 touchdowns last season. Uh, let me see. Who else? Damn, who else? Um, Look up. Look up. We don't want you looking down. No cheating. No cheating. No, two I'm more guesses. The, the, the receivers. Um, Two more guesses. I'll give you one hint. Metcalf? Metcalf is one of them. Okay. And uh, I think Hopkins had nine. Hopkins. Was he 10? Hopkins did not have nine, nor did he have 10. 10. What do you have? Hopkins. I have so the other players. I actually have to look up and see what Hopkins is because he was not that high up on touchdowns. Last season's touchdown breakdown goes as follows. Number one was Devontae Adams with 18. Number two was Tyreek Hill with 15. Number three, Adam Thielen, 14 touchdowns, really being under 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 the radar lately. Mike Evans was number four with 13 touchdowns. A.J. Brown was number five with 11 touchdowns. D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett were tied for six and seven with 10 touchdowns each. And those are the seven guys that actually went over 10 touchdowns last season. Oh. Good stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. So, breaking it down right now, even though we saw everything that happened, we both have a different player as a number one wide receiver for yeah. our rankings. Let me see Ricky, let's, rank start, let's start it off with you. Who do you have as your number one receiver? Let me just Oh, you have the list. Okay, great. It shows um, Stefan Diggs as your number one. I have him as my number one as well, but I'll let you go first. Uh, to me, you saw what happened when he got a quarterback, right? You, we saw when he got a. Uh, I, I don't. I think everything uh, last year, what he did is is he's really proved to to probably be one of the best receivers in the game. Uh, I, I don't see how uh, you could say that. I mean, is is, it, is he going to do exactly the same? Probably not, but I don't I don't see a drop. Um, Josh Allen has gotten better every year. 
Uh, Diggs in his first year already showed you what with Josh Allen he could do. Uh, to me, Josh Allen is going to be better uh, than he was last year. It, it just happens to be the case every year he, since he's entered the football league um, that he's gotten better every year. Uh, so to me, again, I, I think Diggs is the obvious choice. Adams, the you know, to me again is up there with Diggs, but the only issue is the Aaron Rodgers. But I do believe Aaron Rodgers is gonna is gonna be playing for the Green Bay. So I, I believe I have him ranked as um, I believe I have him ranked as what number two. So no, three. right. So right now you have Adams as three. Um, personally, I think Hill and Diggs are, are are right there, and Adams and Ridley. I think all four of them. You can make a case for them being the number one wide receiver coming into the season. Um, I think all four are going to have their different perspectives. Uh, Ridley, I think that his volume is going to go up even more than it did last season uh, because as we saw for last season, Julio Jones missed at least seven games. And I think that, you know, when you look at what Ridley's done, um, he was the number five wide receiver on the season last year. But I feel like he could convert so many more of his opportunities and there's a possibility that he could push up over the 150 target mark, which makes him very interesting to me. But don't, don't you also feel somewhere about Hopkins where he, it's not like he, you know, look, look at the numbers he's put, he put up and we, it's, it's not this, we never really talked about Hopkins as being the top receiver last year. Um, you know, he had his moments, but he also had games where he kind of didn't show up. I, I don't, I, I could say the same that he's going to do better this year. I can't see around. how Hopkins is going to do better now that you add AJ Green and you drafted Rondell Moore. I, I don't. AJ Green to me is is not the same AJ Green. He's still um, not the same AJ Green. But last season, he, Hopkins was the only real receiver they had on that team. I just don't right, see him. I, 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 I don't I, see I still, him I, I think the other two, what they do is they take away some of the attention. Again, I, I don't. I, I think they give some relief, but they're not going to be. I don't see how Hopkins. 160 targets again with you adding those two huge weapons. Uh, to me, the a AJ Green is not a huge weapon. Uh, AJ Green is still uh, going to get burned. Like you're yeah, not. He you is, but not... Just, to me, he's not a huge weapon. He's not going to affect Hopkins. Mm. If, if anything, he'll maybe help him. But uh, they'll, have to, they'll have to keep some type uh, and of. And he only had six touchdowns. Like I can't see Hopkins doing better than 1,400 yards and six touchdowns like that. Like he's not going to significantly do better. Like, I like even if he, even if how how many yards do you have him getting? You have him getting what a thousand, two thousand yards? No, I can see him getting the fourteen hundred more touchdowns, double digits. Nine. I don't see that. I don't see that. I don't see that. That no, no. I, I can I, see no, that. No. Yeah. No. I, I I think you he played with a hurt Murray a lot of games. No, and not a full strength. I, I I think Murray Hopkins. Even the season before that, when, when he was with with um with uh Watson, seven touchdowns, eleven hundred yards. I don't see him making this huge touchdown leap. It's possible, yes, but in my opinion, it's not probable. I don't. I don't. I I'm not going to sit there and bank on it. Whereas what I've seen the production from Jones, I've seen the way that that Ryan hyper targets his main guy. And with there being no competition for Ridley, I do like Ridley over Hopkins. I, 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 have, to see, I have to see Ridley do it on his own. 
I mean, you, I, I know the numbers are good. He did it last year on his own. No, you're right. The numbers are good when Julio was out, but it, he's – I don't know. I he, He's going to be the main focal point. There is no other one. There's Kyle Pitts and there's Gage and these other guys. I really think that you're underestimating how good Pitts is going to be in this season, how much opportunity he's going to give to Ridley. I think the one guy that we have here who was – bar none, by far the best wide receiver, Devontae Adams, who had put up 358.4 points last season with ridiculous catch numbers of 115 receptions, right. uh, 1,300 yards, and 18 touchdowns, a whopping 18 touchdowns. Last season, him and Aaron Rodgers were on absolute fire together. I don't think it's it's really possible to replicate a season like that, the, the one that Devontae Adams had. Like well, even when we go back and we look at Michael Thomas's crazy year where he put up, you know, a little bit more points than Devontae Adams did, he did it on the back of his catches because he had 149 catches to go with his nine touchdowns. These catches are fucking huge because they're just one point each. Six catches are equal to one touchdown. So with that being said, I just I don't think that Adams can replicate scoring like this because what are the odds he gets 18 touchdowns again? He could get 10 touchdowns, and that's a good season for a wide receiver, as we've seen, for touchdowns. So I think that there's going to be some touchdown regression with the Packers. I don't know what to expect out of Aaron Rodgers. Well, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to come back with the Packers. I don't totally. know what version of Aaron Rodgers I'm going to get. I don't know how sharp he is going to be once the season starts because he's not having some of these uh, pre-camp workouts and being able to stay on the page like he was last year. Yeah, uh, I, they, 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 they didn't have that. They didn't have that last year. Look what he did. They didn't have training they, camp. Yeah, they, they worked out. They, he was with yeah. the team the whole time. He's yeah. not with the team now. Yeah, but he, Aaron Rodgers, they didn't have training camp. They didn't have all the things that they normally do. He still came out there and balled. To me, Aaron Rodgers is someone that doesn't need the off-training camp to think. Show him the plans, the plays. He's going to get it. He's going to know what to do. He changes gonna, them at the line. Me that, but let's look at what Aaron Rodgers did this season before. I think so many people are forgetting the fact that Aaron Rodgers was pedestrian in his first season. But of that, was, that, was, that was one. He that threw, was the first season. He that threw was 26 touchdowns the whole year. And Devontae Adams had 18 touchdowns to the whole year last year. I get There's it, but that was and that was a bad, and that was a bad year for Rodgers. 26 and four interceptions. So it just tells you what a bad year is for Rodgers. What most things. And again, he's not going to. The Green Bay's not. If they if he scores 20, they're not going anywhere with 26 touchdowns. Yes, but you're like you're banking like you're banking on Aaron Rodgers coming back and being a, a, a MVP. You are banking on that. You're literally saying uh, 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 Aaron Rodgers, uh, uh, who had 48 and five. You had 20 more touchdowns than the previous year. You're going to come back out here and do Aaron Rodgers. You literally are throwing leaps and bounds over everybody else. You're going to keep that up. I'm just, I'm just I, really I, worried. I, I, put, I would, I would put more faith in Rodgers saying keeping that closer than dropping significantly. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I could definitely see him getting 40 touchdowns. I don't see how you – if he comes back healthy, ready to go, and the whole team – I could see him getting 40 touchdowns again, Steve. That to me is that, – that is to me is more believable than him getting 26 touchdowns. I don't that know. is less to me less believable of it, that happening again than him getting 40 touchdowns. I don't know. I'm not told. Who, who's the number two wide receiver for – for the, oh, for but the when, when I mean, you know, they 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 love they love Jones, they love Tanya, they love 
Adams. Adams is Tanyan the main guy always again. every year. Tanya, Tanya, again was uh, uh, the touchdown numbers these guys are putting up are irreplicable. Irreplicable. You, you let let let's let's break this down e- even further here for Green Bay. Six, 18 touchdowns for Adams. Let, let's do this even better, right? Receiving touchdowns for this team. 18 for Adams, 11 for Tanyan, 6, 3, 3, 2, 1. God for, like, to me, everything went to Adams. Well, it, 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 you know, the, the Green Bay has now become an offense where you plug someone in and they become they become good. They, they you know, Lazar was nothing before, and look, I mean, he was nothing they, this season. He no, got 97 I, points of the year. But what he I'm played saying, 10 games. But what I'm saying to you is you're talking about touchdowns. They get touchdowns to everyone. They spread it out to everybody. Devontae's going to get his double digits. I mean, you could say they spread it out to everyone, but if you look at it, he threw 48 touchdowns last season, and 29 of them were to one to two players. He could yeah. spread it out all he wants. He, he heavily targets his guys, and I just, I just don't know. Like, for me to sit here and bank on this again to so, repeat. So what do you what do you think of Aaron Rodgers? So what is how many touchdowns are we? If you're talking twenty six, I think you're out of your mind. If you're talking about what what do you, what, what's a bad season? What are you saying then? Twenty six is that what you're saying? I'm saying that I don't. Twenty. I'm saying that I don't expect. Um, okay, forget about Adam, what you expect. It's not. I don't expect. So what's, no, what? So what are you talking? The regression is how bad is the regression? What you're saying. There's no way Adams is putting up those numbers. He's going to have probably half. I'm just asking. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. He, he, when we're looking at what's going to happen with Adams, there is no way he's going to maintain 18 touchdowns. He's probably going to have half. And you're going to say that's a good year. Nine touchdowns? Yeah, because let's look at what he did in 2019. How many touchdowns did Devontae Adams have last year? 11. What do you have? Oh, Mr. Injury Prone was injured that season. He had yeah. five touchdowns. What about the year before? Oh, we can't, I can't go, go back that, year, that far on this. Wait, that one. was a hard season. Uh, let's see. Devontae Adams still played 12 games. Five touch. I, I just don't think that if people are coming into the season expecting him to get 15 touchdowns, 12 touchdowns as, as a realistic target, I think that you have to be looking at hopefully 10. He's going to have regression. There's no, you don't get this. Like he only to had, me, he, to me, he's going to get 12 to 14 touchdowns. He's I, I just don't see it. I, I just, I just, I just can't see a guy who's. One consistently been hurt throughout his career, and two, who's never done this to be able to repeat such a ridiculous season with the percentage of touchdowns that he had last season. When you look at the comparison of what the wide receiver position has done, I think that it's 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 fool's gold to chase it. Um, I think I think he's good, but with everything going on right now, I do like the other guys above him as being a little bit more of a secure option. But like I said, the top four guys are the top four guys. And they're interchangeable in my eyes. Right. Now, when we get down to the next part, everything that I was saying about Hopkins, I reflect in my rankings. I do have Hopkins under guys like Metcalf and Brown because I think both these guys uh, explode out and become like that Stefan Diggs type receiver. Metcalf, as we saw last season, he had 271 points. He had 83 receptions, 10 touchdowns, uh, 1,300 yards. He, he continuously got better as the season went on. Him and Lockett were like almost dead even in in targets, but I definitely think that this year Metcalf starts to take a press up, 
And then the next guy that that we're gonna that I had said here was um, Brown. And as we saw with AJ Brown last season, he put up some really good numbers when he was playing. He didn't start the season healthy, but when he did play, he was fantastic. He only played 14 games in the season. He had 70 catches, 11 touchdowns, uh, over a thousand yards. I think that was the most impressive thing that he was hurt most of the season. And well, he played 14 those- games. He played yeah. 14 this season. No, when I mean hurt, he played hurt. He said afterwards yeah. he was playing hurt. Yeah. He never really felt healthy, and he still put up those numbers. Yeah. Now you add Julio into the mix. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know how it could affect him, but it could also help him. And the thing about Brown, which I really love, is that he has big playability, um, and he could t- take the top off of any defense. So I think that having a guy like Julio can really help him because he likes to expand the field, and having a guy like Julio in the middle – to kind of get their attention will give him some opportunities to really blow the top off. Hopkins, um, I have him ranked at eight. Ricky has him at six or five. Um, but we we were just talking about what we think about Hopkins. Yeah. So we really don't need to go over that. But the next guy that we have some differential here with is Robinson and Jefferson and Thomas. We have these guys kind of just, you know, kind of ro- rolled about. I have Robinson, Thomas, and, and Jefferson pretty much on the same tier, but I'd probably take Robinson and Thomas over Jefferson, whereas Ricky has Jefferson higher than even A.J. Brown um, on his ranking. So, Ricky, tell me a little bit about A.J. Jefferson and why you're uh, – or uh, I, I mean, you saw really what, what he was missing throughout the season was just the touchdowns, right? Uh, I, I think um, – He had seven was, touchdowns and 1,400 yards. Yeah, and, and again, and I still say he didn't get a lot because – Thielen and and um, and Cousins just have an unbelievable rapport, right, at the end zone. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you see it with Thielen. I get he was one of the top seven, right? He was one of the seven that had touchdowns. Uh, number, three, number three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So, again, so I, I think that's really what you saw the difference between Thielen and, and for whatever reason, Cousins, in the red zone, they have a chemistry. He goes to him all the time. You see, you see it in the numbers last year. That is the only thing that's holding back Jefferson, and he still got seven touchdowns. Um, the upside to me for him is is unbelievable. He could be what Diggs was last year, to be honest with you, to me. And and for me, I think everything you said about Adam Thielen is exactly why I don't have him there. I don't see Justin Jefferson all of a sudden taking Adam Thielen's workload. Like, Adam Thielen is still a really good player in this league, and I don't think he's going to disappear, And and that's why I don't have Jefferson over some of the other guys. Now, you could say, well, you know, if you're talking about Jefferson and Thielen, then why aren't you mentioning um, Brown in that same case? And if you look at it, I I have Brown, you know, a little bit above Jefferson, but I just personally think that Brown, with more seasoning under his belt, is a player that I like a little bit more. Like Ricky was saying, he did a lot of stuff with injury last year and still put up insane numbers. Like when you look look at the point difference here, it's only about 30 points between these two players, and Jefferson definitely had way more targets. So I think that as Brown starts to get back into shape and is healthy, I think his upside to me is, is ridiculous. But everything about Jefferson is totally true. He does possess great upside, but... I think when you look at that team and, and the, the rapport that Phelan has, it, it scares me a little bit. Um, one thing that we could talk about rapport, and that's something that Thomas and Robinson won't have with their with their quarterbacks because you're going to have a new quarterback for both teams. Both the Bears and the Saints this year will be using new quarterbacks, and these two guys have been perennial powerhouses. 
Robinson has been a consistent top 10 performer. And Thomas, as we saw two years ago, put up one of the best seasons ever for uh, a wide receiver. He even outscored last year's Adams uh, season because he had over 150 catches. Uh, what are your feelings so far on, on those two guys, Robinson and Thomas? Well, to me, again, when you say they have different, they're going to have to build a rapport with the quarterback. One, I think Robinson welcomes that from yeah. Trubisky, right? So yep. I, I, I think there it, it's an up, it's an up, it's a, it's, it's a pro, not a, mm -hmm. not a con. Mm -hmm. um, I think because of that, Robinson is actually going to do better. Mm -hmm. um, and to me, Thomas, that that's the big one um, because Thomas. Mm -hmm. You know, he had the injury, so you could chalk up that, you know, the last year was just the injury part, right? Mm -hmm. um, but you have two different quarterbacks going for the position. And mm -hmm. depending on who gets it, completely changes, to me, mm -hmm. the value of Thomas. You, mm -hmm. you have Watson go in there. You know what he's done with Evans and those mm -hmm. big guys, right? He throws it downfield, throws 30 touchdowns. So, it, you know, if he, if he gets um, um, Winston – to start that his value is going to go up now, right? Um, but again, if Hill comes in now, now you have a problem, right? Because now Hill's more of a running quarterback. Mm -hmm. um, the plays are set up for him. Um, but I think I, I think last year, even when Hill was there, I think he still got uh, the ball to Thomas. Uh, um, so it's not like they completely out of sync. It's not that either. But I, I do think Winston. He brings up the value of Thomas way more than what Hill would do. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. But I think regardless, Thomas is going to be really a safe play this year because either way, they're going to have to use him. I think right. we started to see uh, Hill expand himself as a, as a passer throughout that season as he was going. And we start to see some games where Hill and, and Thomas were actually playing pretty good because – you know, Hill became almost like Drew Brees with that slant to the slot to Thomas, which is what all Thomas owners would be looking for. Because if remember, you know, his magical season was really magical. Like he had, yeah. he had 374 points. He had 150 catches. Like yeah, it was ridiculous. His top end is top end. Now, once we get here, we're looking at, at, at the 11 and 12 guy who we have flip flopped and it's Keenan Allen and, and scary Terry. Um, one thing about Scary Terry that, that I will note is that he hasn't had a season where he's finished above wide receiver 19 or wide receiver 20. Terry is a really dynamic player. He has, uh, you know, last season he had 134 uh, targets, 87 receptions for 1,118 uh, yards and four touchdowns. Terry is someone who's never really had good quarterback play. Terry will benefit from having a guy like Fitzpatrick under center this season. I think that Terry has a lot of upside, and I do like him. But it's also a little scary because we do have guys like Logan Thomas, Curtis Samuel, and it is a new situation. So we have to see who actually you know Fitzpatrick builds that rapport with and who becomes his go-to guy or or the guy we get. Uh, uh, to to um, me, again, you know, Terry seems like he's going to be that guy, but again, we don't know. To me, Terry, um, I had him the first two years. Um, mm -hmm. He's shown to me, and I think one of the biggest compliments you, you could give, I guess, uh, any player or receiver offense is they say there's no defense that could keep Terry. He goes, defense coordinator said, we, we, we do this defense, we do this, we do that. It's no matter what, he gets open. Um, and then you, you alluded to, you know, he had no quarterbacks. It's been, uh, you know, musical chairs of quarterbacks that he's at, and he still put up numbers. Like you said, yeah, he's not maybe in the top 15, but, 
again, look at what he's been working with, right? Um, I think now with Fitzpatrick, I, I, I said it in one of our other videos, to me, he's the most intriguing quarterback coming into a season, starting a new quarterback. He will change that whole offense in reality and in fantasy. If you get the good Fitzpatrick um, that the Jets got or that Miami got, right, um, I'm sorry, that offense now all of a sudden becomes a problem. Now now you have, you know, uh, Logan Thomas, Terry. I mean, those, those guys, all of a sudden, their value becomes much higher than what you expected. Again, depending on what Fitzpatrick, let, let's be honest, Fitzpatrick is uh, the traveling man for a reason. Uh, you don't know what you're going to get from him, but I think he's the most intriguing. Uh, I get, I have all the confidence in Terry. He has huge upside. He's done a lot with very little. And I, I think the biggest thing that you're going to have to watch with Terry is his touchdowns because they are relatively you know, low, and right. we have to see what happens in the red zone because – Antonio Gibson is is really being, I feel like, slept on for the sake of this conversation because I feel like he's going to be someone that's going to be supremely involved even with Fitzpatrick. And I think that whether it be the passing game or the running game, Gibson become be, could become the red zone beast. And that could end up hurting Terry's overall potential because, again, if he's getting under, under 10 touchdowns, if he's staying in this range, he's going to really need to get a lot of catches and yards to – to boost his value up. So that's going to be really interesting is how they use red zone, how many touchdowns Terry can try to snag, snag out. And, uh, you know, that's going to be the, the big question mark as we go into the, this part of the season. So after that, uh, we have a couple of guys uh, available on, on the page. And, Ricky, who who did you have uh, ranked next? So on my um, – on the other ones. Mm -hmm. So we're at Terry. So then we had um, Cooper, Woods, Lamb after Terry and Allen. Mm -hmm. and and tell, me, tell me a little bit how you feel about Cooper because I feel like Cooper is one of those guys that, that we have um, differing viewpoints on and differing beliefs on. So tell me a little bit how you feel about Cooper. Uh, again, to me, Cooper has been ever since he got to Dallas, you know, before Dallas, you didn't know what really what you had in Cooper, right? You in the Raiders, it was always a question mark. Is he going to be that quarterback? Is he there? He, he would get lost in the shuffle. Uh, I think he's been completely different than Dallas. He's shown you what, um, how, what, what he could be a number one, you know, lower number one wide receiver. Um, I, I think he showed you what with, with Dak, what he could do. Um, I do believe CeeDee Lamb is, is a breakout year. Um, but I still think Dak is going to look at Cooper more as his number one, as his number one option. Um, I, I think people, you know, they, they don't, they kind of sleep on Cooper. Uh, for some reason, they don't give him much credit as I, I believe he deserves. Um, my, again, my only thing is I do believe CD Lamb takes a, an extra step there, uh, this year. I, th I think it's a breakout year for CD Lamb. Yep, and, and I'm I'm in that same agreement with you, and I think that's um, really showing the rankings. But for me, uh, you have Cooper at uh, 13, and you have Lamb at 15. I have Lamb at 14 um, above above where you have Lamb, and I have Cooper down here at at 19. I am not as much of a believer in Cooper. I think that this is a situation where you could pretty pretty much look at it like um, the Vikings, where Jefferson is going to be the number one and Thielen is that number two. I think you're going to see that happening here 
with the with the with the Cowboys. Jefferson is going to be their number one wide receiver. I think Cooper is going to end up becoming the number two guy to offset and help out. But when we look at what we saw last season, C.D. Lamb did outperform him. C.D. Lamb had a pretty good season. He had 74 catches. He was using the run game. He had five touchdowns. He was shortly under a thousand yards. And I think that when you get a guy like Dak Prescott back, C.D. Lamb might be the one who gets the most benefit from it because him and Dak had a great connection. And I feel like that it could it's something that could really bloom uh, into this season um, into a much bigger and better um, scenario. And another thing is I don't really trust Cooper to stay healthy and to produce. He's just someone that I just don't want or tr- or trust. I had him for a few years in, in Oakland. I've seen him with the Raiders. And honestly, I'd rather take Lamb or I'd rather just avoid the situation all total. Yeah, no, I, I don't I don't have Cooper that low. I, I, I have him actually like I said, I think he's I think yeah, you're, yeah, under, I think you're underestimating what he's done in Dallas. Honestly, I, I, I like let, let's just uh pull it up. Amari Cooper last season he did outscore Jefferson Cowboys. He had 236 uh points last season. Uh he had 92 catches for a hundred, I mean 1114 yards and five touchdowns. If you look at what he did in 2019. He had roughly around the same season, 79 touches, uh, 79 catches, 100, uh, 1,189 yards and eight touchdowns. I don't really see him doing better than that. Like, that's his ceiling. He is not He is not doing any better than that. He's about a 230, 240 guy. I could see CeeDee Lamb hitting 250, 260. I could see CeeDee Lamb breaking into that, um, you know, Justin Jefferson-type territory. Yeah, where I'm not right to say that CeeDee Lamb is going to take over Cooper. So I do believe Cooper would do a little bit better than that, and he will probably see Cooper, do better Cooper. than 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 Lamb could get up there. But um, I mean, Lamb could get up there. Yeah, I do believe Lamb could get up there. But it, it it's it's such a dynamic. I mean, they're they're going to be playing, you know, tight games or or from behind. Their defense didn't get it that much better. I mean, they air it out more than any other team, you know, football. Yep, and I think that's that's why you know when I look at that, I, I do see you know, like I said, Cooper Cooper's nice, but I I, I more trust um, what I saw out of Lamb and the possibility of his upside in him being that next elite guy versus um, going with Cooper and hoping that he comes around. Like if I'm looking at that same pick, I would rather pick Lamb over Cooper because I think Lamb has a bigger upside and a bigger potential to, to blow up. But he, but do you believe, but Cooper is more consistent. So Lamb could blow up, but Lamb can not also not even I mean, do it, what he it, did last year. I don't. I don't see him being worse than last season. I don't know. I, I mean, my issue with Lamb is it's. I have to see. I think it's a breakout year, but I, I to say that he cannot do worse than last year, he can. So you think it's going to be a breakout year, but he's going to do worse than last year? No, no, no. I, I what I'm saying to you is, yeah. I think he has a breakout year. What I'm saying to you is, you're right. You might be right about Cooper. He might not do that much better. I believe you do a little better than that. But I think that is the minimum you'll get with him. Where Lamb, you're hoping you get what you're thinking, but there's a possibility he doesn't even get that. 
And Cooper, more than anything, will get what he did the last first two years. In my opinion, you have a flip. I think we're starting to see Cooper's decline. I don't trust Cooper with his health. I don't trust Cooper. I mean, the last two years with with no Dak last year, like you said, he put up the same numbers. Yeah, consistently. So yeah. he and he had Andy Dalton as a quarterback, yeah. and he plays through his injury. So, yeah. so, so again, that's what I'm saying. So he's more of a consistent. What you, I am, you are more to believe that he's going to get what he's going to get than what CD Lamb. But remember, CD Lamb didn't even start the season like you know as that. No, he did. He started. They, the season they, right they worked. They, he had some big plays, but they still had to work him in. Gallup was still the number two. I, I think the first three, the three, four weeks, he had a pretty good rapport with, with that. He had a pretty good rapport, but let's put it like this. Gallup was still the wide receiver, too, as far as play calling was going. You weren't getting as much action on the field for Lamb. I just, to me, if you're drafting for safety, you take the Cooper. If you're drafting for upside, you're going Well, to it depends where you're getting him and depends what other wide receiver you have, you know. Well, I'm saying if you're drafting based on, if you're looking at these players, you're taking Cooper for safety. Personally, I'm taking Lamb for upside. I have Woods over Cooper. You have Cooper over Woods. To me, I, I think Bobby Trees, even though he doesn't get the touchdowns, is one of the safest players that you can get at PPR because he's a guaranteed workload. And I love the upgrade that he's getting with Stafford. So I love Woods this season. I like him more than Cooper. Um, but, again, we see this differently. You're much more of a believer in Cooper. I'm much more a believer. I think that the youth is going to eventually take over. And by the end of the season, at the very least, Lamb will become the most dominant in that backfield. And again, you have Cooper and Lamb like right there, right? So it's very close. Uh, for me, I have Godwin right there with uh, after Lamb, which you have right right after Lamb as well. I think God Godwin offers good upside. If there was, if you're going to talk about any of the receivers to roster, yeah, in, in that situation, I'm definitely leaning more towards Godwin. Yeah, I, I do like Godwin. I do believe. Um, I think Mike Evans is someone that, um, yeah, he put up numbers last year and he put up touchdowns, but um, that, that's a lot what he did. There was games where he didn't get anything. Yep. Um, and, and so he was very touchdown dependent. Um, he sometimes didn't play with Godwin, so he was the only option. Um, so I, I do believe with Evans there is some – uh, you know, um, the numbers a little skewed, right? Because I, I, I don't see him. I don't see him getting thirteen touchdowns. I don't That's see. Mike- I, I can say about Mike Evans consistently is that he is a good touchdown guy. He had eight touchdowns the year before. But I, I don't see him this year getting thirteen touchdowns. I don't I, see him getting. I can see him not getting double digits. I mean, in his last two seasons, he has eight and thirteen. I, I don't really see him going much more. Like I see him at 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 a ten. He's he's a great red zone guy. The biggest issue for him is he's not going to get enough catches and yards. Because if you look at what well, that, that 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 but that's what I mean. Last year, those thirteen made the difference between. Right, but you're what, saying he's not going to get the touchdowns. I'm not. So I'm saying right. So if he gets eight or nine, and then he puts up the yards that he's putting up, that's you know that to me is a that's a hit. I mean, yes, but I mean, if you're talking about, let's just say he's going down to to nine, you're talking about at six points a touchdown, you're you're only talking about 24 points off the score. So while that is a hit, it's it's not like a gut one. You, you, it's not that it's a gut one, but if you're going to talk about that and then Cooper, and he, 
mean, Mike Evans is more likely not to have put up the numbers that he did last year then. Well, I mean, I have I have Evans ranked lower than Cooper anyway. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, no, well, that's what I mean. So I, to, I, me, to me, Evans, I, I, the numbers I, I, are I, I, have both, I have both of them on the lower end. And yeah, I, I have him more. I have I have him skewed. I have Evans' numbers skewed from last year. I think you do a lot worse. Uh, and then everyone's healthy. The, Tom Brady has a. I, I don't see him going to Evans that much. I mean, I don't I, like like you. How, what do you mean by much worse? You you think that he's not going to be a top? Well, he's not going to be in double 20. digits. I, I think the yardage goes down. So you don't think he's a top twenty wide receiver? I could see him being out. Yeah, I could see him being out of the top twenty. I mean, that, that's that's fair. It's very possible. I can see him being out of the top 20. Definitely. Yeah. It'll be interesting. And then the next guy that we have here, Julio Jones, I'm slightly above where you have him. Uh, and, well, three guys here, Cup, Thielen, and Jones. Uh, Cup, I have ranked higher than you. Thielen, we have ranked at the same. And Jones, I have ranked a little bit higher than you. Um, honestly, tell me what you think about Cup this season. We really didn't go into Woods, so I think Woods and Cup right here makes sense. Um. Again, uh, Cup is getting the um. He's getting the upgrade in Stafford. Um, I just don't. I'll be honest with you. Cup to me is always that because he normally gets more of the touchdowns than Woods. Right? Woods is Woods doesn't get as many touchdowns as Cup. Um, what did Cups have last year? I'll tell you right now. We keep going. Uh, but yeah, to me. It, I really have to see what they do with Stafford. Um, but I, I think you, the more weapons he has, the better. Um, Woods only, I, Cup only had three touchdowns last season. Yeah. Uh, also, he only had three. So so to me, that that, that it's, it's a very weird – I like Woods more than Cup. Um, but I think it's one of those offenses where it can almost go split. You know what I mean? Like it's like not one, not one of them does really – Break out from the other one. Yep, I agree. And, and that's that's my biggest problem with those two. Even though I I, I think Woods is the better pick, right? Um, I do have an issue where I believe it could be one of those things where none of them really break out, and you just have really two good receivers that Stafford uses, and none of them. You know, you might have it again where one gets seven, the other one gets four, but none of them are getting eleven. But I think that's the one thing where um, in PPR formats, I don't like when people overemphasize the touchdown. To me, the overemphasis should be on the receptions. Right. That's where your points are banked. And the one thing that we can say about Bobby Trees and Cup, receptions. Yeah. 90 receptions for Woods, 92 receptions for Cup. I don't see that changing. I see them both being at least at 90 or higher. But the yardage really plays out the way that you're saying that it's kind of split. 974 to 936. The biggest key and the biggest difference for this team is that these guys are getting those catches to buoy yeah. their value. And that is the most underrated thing. Touchdowns are sweet. But, but we also got to know that Higby's there too. So Higby was there last year. It's not like Higby wasn't there last year. He's not like Higby's going to do what Higby does, but both those guys are going to be over 90 catches. It right. is going to be an offense where Matt Ryan is, I think, possibly going to have. Cup playing much better than he normally does. He's going to throw, be able to throw the ball down deep. I think Cup has an opportunity to really shine and outproduce. I love Cup over a guy like like Cooper. I love Cup over Thielen. 
I think that Cup this season has a lot of upside in my in my eyes. And he's someone that I'm definitely if I'm missing Woods, I'm definitely going for Cup. I want one of those two though for sure. For yeah, sure. Okay. I, I'm taking Woods over Cup. And yeah, I'm taking Woods over Cup, but I'm not mad either way. And I have to have one of those wide receivers. Because in my mind, there is no way that Rams offense is not one of the top five offenses in the league and that Matt Stafford is going to significantly outproduce that we've seen for golf. I think it's a huge upgrade. And I think that Matt Stafford to the Rams is really being underrated because a lot of people don't give Matt Stafford his flowers. That dude is a baller. He has an arm. He plays a hurt. He hangs in the pocket. And I think that with those two guys, it could be a big season. I think Higby also could have a good season. I think just the Rams offense in general I have is one of the top five offenses in football. Um, then when we go down here, we have another three guys that we have ranked fairly similarly. Deontay Johnson, Ayuk, and more. Uh, I have more and Ayuk over Deontay Johnson only because of volume and opportunity. I feel like Moore is going to be the number one wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers. Ayuk is going to be the number one wide receiver for the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Kittle is still there, who's going to eat into his target share. I think that those guys are going to be like a 1A, 1B for targets. Uh, but I think that Ayuk has a better possibility of staying healthy long term. That's why I really like Ayuk. And Johnson, I'm really worried about the volume possibilities of what's going on there in the, the Steelers because you have Juju, you have Claypool, you have Johnson, you have Najee. So that worries me. But I, I like Johnson just because he, it showed like he was a legitimate fancy threat last year. Yeah. Um, I, I think um, you know. I think you're right of of how they're going to spread it out, but um, uh, I think he's over Juju at this point. Yeah, I do think he's over Juju, but his drops really, really do worry me. And, and that, but that's that was the biggest issue. I mean, it, a lot of his drops, um, you know, th those affected him big time. Those are big drops. I, I'm with you on that, but. Is he? Is, can he get better than that? Can he do better? And if he does, I mean that that changes that changes things drastically as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If he keep it somewhat under control. Yep, yep. I, I definitely agree with you. And I think that's something that you know is definitely going to be something to watch during preseason to see who he favors because, but you know, Higgins. I mean, Juju and Claypool. I have ranked right down here at, at 30, 31. As as we see with you, you have um, I don't even think you have Juju ranked in your top thirty. No, I don't have Juju. Um, you don't have uh, Claypool also ranked in your top thirty six receivers. So you definitely think that Johnson is going to be the only good one out of them this season, uh, which is an interesting uh, position. Yeah, I don't I don't have Juju. I don't. Yeah, I have to see Juju again because that those were two back to back bad years. Yeah, I mean, last season, I don't really know if you can call it a bad, bad year for Juju, as he was still like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. He was the 16th wide receiver ranked overall last season. He finished ahead of Johnson and Claypool. All three of them finished in the top 25 last season for scoring. Um, so, you know, I, I get Juju didn't have a great season last year, but I do think that um, – I, I just think the people that you named below him that scored less are going to be above him this year. I, I, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at 
Robbie Anderson to be better than him, Terry McLaurin to be a Johnson to be better, Lamb to be better than him. Um, you know, he would still be a top twenty-five guy. No, yeah, I guess. I mean, but I, I see. And you don't have a right in top thirty-six. Like I said, I think Juju's being a little bit more slept on than he should be because I do think that he offers, you know, some some really good good upside. I, I think that like to me, I have Robbie Anderson way higher than you do. To me, Robbie's gonna. I mean, I got Robbie Anderson as my thirty-fourth uh, wide receiver. You have him as your twenty-eighth, so it's only six spots off. Yeah, but so I think he's gonna be better than. than I think Chenault. You have him a little bit higher than I do. I do like Chenault. I do like Chenault a lot, but I, I like him at his discounted price. To get him at that price means that you're automatically banking on one, uh, Lawrence being good, which is an easy, easy bank. But two, that he becomes the number one wideout on that team. I think that's something that's definitely going to be something to watch. Another situation to watch here is um, in in, in um, Cleveland, Cleveland. Chase and and Boyd. Uh, all three of them made our top thirty-six as well. Yeah, I have Chase uh, slightly ahead of Higgins and Boyd just because of that connection that you have between the quarterback and the wide receiver here. So I definitely do think that there's a good possibility. But Higgins and Boyd all will have their opportunity. I think it's really hard to predict and, and project which one is going to be the best of all of these guys. Uh, one thing that, that I did notice here is that Lockett is someone that I have ranked here at 26, but you don't have him ranked in your top 36. So tell me how you're feeling about Lockett this year that you have him ranked so low. Um, yeah, I, I just don't – I think the people that I, I put before him are going to outperform him. Um now, last year, Lockett was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He was the number eight wide receiver on the season. He had 10 touchdowns, 100 receptions, over 1,000 yards um, in that, you know. I, 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 again, Lockett to me is, is someone that either has a great game or he doesn't have a game at all. Um, to me, that that's a you, lot of his points came in. The, a, lot of, a lot of the beginning points came in the beginning of the season when when um, when Wilson was going off, but he disappeared towards the end. Uh, Lockett was nowhere really to be found. And, and you and you would put guys like Chanel and and, and Smith from um, yeah uh, Eagles and and even Curtis Samuel above him. Yeah, I I, I would. Um, I, I just think there's way more upside. Uh, Lockett to me is more on the. I don't I don't want to say down, but I mean. He, again, to me, if you look at it, all his points came in the beginning of the season. He disappeared at the end. Lockett does have two seasons where he's been significantly entrenched in the top 25. We're looking at top. I, I'm just going by more of the end of the season where he, again, I I, I didn't see him. Right. I, 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 I wasn't there. the end of the season, he did have a, a little bit of. I think it was more than a little bit. I think it was like four or five games in a row. Like It was just nothing. I, I understand what you're saying, but you are still looking at four, five, six. And, and is Wilson going to have that great season at the beginning of the season? I don't see that happening. So yeah. you think that Wilson is a much worse quarterback than Aaron Rodgers? I feel like that's what we're saying. No, I don't want to say he's much worse, but I mean. It's a significant drop-off because Wilson had Will, Will, Wilson, Rodgers. how many touchdowns did he have? 40. 40, right? But the beginning of the season, what, he was, he was, and he was he like five touchdowns a game. Before that. He had 31 before that, so. How many how many touchdowns do you think that Wilson's going to throw? I I think I, I, can, I can see Wilson throwing in the thirties again, the lower thirties. So you're 
So Wilson is going to regress, in your opinion. I, I don't know if Wilson's going to get the 40 again. Again, what you saw in the beginning season, like there was games, like there was three or four games in a row. We had four touchdowns in a row. I mean, he, he had in three games, he had 12 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Again, is, is that is, is that going to happen again for him to get? Because that's how he got to 40. Because towards the end of the season, again, Russell Wilson regressed, right? I mean, he he did not play as great as he was in the beginning. It was a complete drop-off. Um, From the beginning know. of the season to, to what Wilson at the end, he was dropping off. He wasn't doing what Wilson was doing in the beginning. And there was even the middle where you, you, you lost him again. And that's how Seattle lost games even. They, Wilson was not throwing like that. To me, again, there was three or four games in a row where he managed to get four touchdowns every game. Again, is that Wilson going to do again to get 40? I don't see that happening. I could see him getting 30, yeah. So you, you have a regression for Russell Wilson. I mean, I, I could see 10 less touchdowns, yes. nine, Eight to 10 less touchdowns from Wilson, yes, I could see that. So you, I could. That's a that's a big drop for Russie. Uh, but you're I mean you're you're saying from you're talking about Russell Wilson who has been a top four quarterback in fantasy purposes. But he, but he but he but I don't think it's a big he's had thirty one the year before. I don't it's not it's not like he's not what he has done is yeah. What I'm saying he's gonna do is not like I feel like they started to open up the offense more than they did during those other seasons. I, I get that's it. What like the opening up of the offense has led him got to this point. I think with the new offensive coordinator that they have there, it's going to be more of a system where they're going to do more vertical passing, which but is what, what, give Russell what, Wilson the opportunity to eclipse or at least match. You know, I would say at least thirty-five touchdowns or better. I think this season for Russell Wilson, I think Russell Wilson is going to get over four thousand to forty-five hundred yards passing, and I think this is going to be one of those seasons where Russell Wilson is going to actually be allowed to cook a little bit more. Um, with the new so offense, you, you think he's gonna get more than 40 touchdowns? I think he's gonna get 35. Uh, he's gonna be 35. I'm telling you 31. And what I'm saying, he's gonna lose, or he's not getting 40, he's going to go down. I think it's, it's gonna be 35 or more touchdowns, and I think that his yards are gonna go up. He had 4,200 yards last season. I think he'd be closer to what Tom Brady did with 40. Again, my, my biggest thing is that he had an unbelievable start yeah. where they were calling him the front runner of the MVP. He had, I think if you look at the game logs, four or five games where he scored four touchdowns in every game. I don't know if he replicates replicates that again to begin the season. And then again, towards the end, you saw what happened when he had a deal with being the main focal point. He regressed towards the end of the season. He went down towards the end of the season. I mean, I, I don't I – don't. The fact that he didn't have a running game is very different from making him the focal point because you're not having Chris Carson, you're not having uh, Penny, you're not having any of those guys will impact the quarterback because it's going to change the way they play. But I know, I, but but you saw what happened throughout the whole season when he was still old because they never had a running game, right? They never got it going, really. Carson wasn't that bad last No, but, but they never really got a running game going where you really have to worry. They, everyone worried about Russell getting out of the pocket, running around, doing it, improvising, improvising and throwing it out to Metcalf. The running game wasn't that that much of a, a factor for the defense as far as they're thinking, oh, we have to stop the running. No, they just they couldn't let Carson go loose. And that was pretty much it. The running game to me wasn't 
it wasn't like that that he had it all he had a part of the year and then he didn't have it i mean he pretty much played like that the whole year i just think towards the end it caught up where hey i have to throw it 40 something times a game um and that, that catches up with someone I just think it was more of a situation where towards the end of the season, they are facing some some good defenses because they faced Philly, they faced the Giants, um, they they manhandled the Jets. That was a good game for them, so it really didn't, um, you know, matter in that game. But some of those games where they didn't do good, they had Washington, they had the Rams, they had the Giants. You know, the Eagles had a good defensive game in that game. Right. Uh, but I, I think that's also some of the factors in it. I, I just. I just think that Russ is, is one of those guys who um, he can keep getting better. He I don't think he's fully reached his ceiling, and I think that with an offense that's going to come in and, and be a little more expansive, uh, he could definitely be you know of of interest. And like I said, I think I can expect at least thirty five touchdowns out of Russ um, this upcoming season. I, I like Russ. I think he's going to be big, and I definitely do think that Lockett um, will be a, a top thirty six receiver. He's done it for the last two years. I don't see him really regressing that that much that he wouldn't be in a, in the top 36. Same thing with Juju. Those two guys that have consistently done it, and um, I'll, I'll bank on them. But on that note, um, that that is our breakdown for the top you know 36 wide receivers. This is our first rankings that we have for the season that we're out for you. We're going to update them. I want to say almost every two to three weeks, you'll be seeing a new rankings from us where we'll be able to give you any updates that we're seeing, any changes that we make, and uh, we'll let you know what's going on. Uh, Ricky, tell them where they can find you and, and uh, what you got cooking. Definitely hit me up on Instagram, TDS, at TDS Ricky on Twitter, um, TDS, um, I'm sorry, Facebook, uh, Ricky at TDS. Um, definitely give us a look. We're going to be having posts just like this, players on what we think they're going to do um, every week from here on in. Um, we're going to see more of these videos. Um, updated videos because again, once it gets closer to the season, things change, people get hurt, you know, things happen. Um, so again, it, it's it's fluid. So we're we're, we're going to try to keep it up to date for you guys. Uh, but definitely give us a look. And then again, every day on Instagram, TD at TDS Ricky at TDS Blitz, you're going to see a, a daily post about football here moving on forward. Yep, TDS Blitz is where you're going to find uh, most of our um, football only content. You'll be able to find all of our content on Instagram at The Daily Sporting, where we cover all the different sports from baseball, football, basketball, and we cover some, some combat sports on there. You can always find me at TDS Taco on Twitter, and you'll be able to, again, see a lot of my work here at the TDS Blitz, where we're coming hard and heavy for you this football season to make sure that you have everything you need to win your leagues. On, on that note, he is TDS Ricky, I am TDS Taco, and we are TDS out.